Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus bay Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you can go Good morning, everybody. Good morning. 7.01 a.m. and this is the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But every Sunday morning from 7 to 9, we call it home right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Or you can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. And Cody Ryan is not in the bunkhouse today, but Beefsteak is. Oh, yeah. And Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure every the gate gets open and everything gets fired up. The old pot belly stove gets fired up, and uh, so it's a good day, man. What a beautiful, beautiful sunrise! Oh, oh my goodness gracious! Can you can see cool downtown down. from the bunkhouse up here on top of the hill? It cooled man. down, yeah, over overnight. Yeah, it and went from eighty four to fifty four. <laughs> It's beautiful. I slept with the window open last oh, night. A little fan spectacular. going on. I mean, it was just such a beautiful wake up. I wanted to pull up my sleeping bag and put it on top of the bed. I got you. Like I, I got outside, you. you know? Yeah. Doing that outdoor activity. I know. I, I keep threatening to put, a, put my hammock up and sleep in my hammock. You know, our buddy Rick McGee. Is that built for two? Uh, no, it's solo. <laughs> Our buddy Rick McGee and his wife, they go camping up there in Virginia all the time. And they just take, uh, they take their, uh, hammocks. They don't take a tent. They take their hammocks. Hmm. Yeah. And the, that's, I mean, they're completely comfortable and they're just part happy of the, as little larks. Part and, of the fun though is having that little tent, you know, like fort experience. <laughs> takes you back right? well, I was, yeah uh, uh you know i look at through hiking and hiking and things like that we're going to talk a little bit about stuff like that today but uh i noticed that there's a uh there's a lot of people that uh when they're you know doing long distance hikes and stuff they just take a hammock yeah and find a place to put it speaking of people doing stuff and not doing stuff I, I was hoping Cody Ryan would be here today because, you know, I had to settle that beef last week. I, I think he went on a little bit of a terror about me not being here, being part-time, having to 
write me some papers, dismissal, something like that. Did, do you remember that conversation? Oh, he, if he it's was, between you and him, I pretty much tune it out. So I'm going to chat. So next week or whenever he's going to be here again, you never know. I mean, I don't even know where he is today. Right. You just spin a dial on the side of the wall here and say, well, Cody, you know, which excuse is he going to use today for being out? <laughs> so we'll settle this beef when well, he gets back. Well, he's, he's doing what you were doing last week. Well, he didn't tell me about it. Uh-huh. So, we'll see. Oh, you mean not getting any deer? Oh, <laughs> no, no. no. I, I, liked I, th- your... I think he killed a deer. Already, uh-huh. huh? Oh, no, I should have said We were talking about Corlocks, about uh, the green and yellow box of Corlock Never shells. let you down, right? And they always put a big old hole in Depends whatever they hit. Those 243s, they're pretty good. That's gotta, That's what I use. Well, he's shooting a, uh, he got a new scope for his 270. Nice. And I think he was just dying to try it out. Mm. Well, but I, I'll let him tell his story. But when you hear that, Thanksgiving dinner go good at your house? We uh, we went, my daughter, uh, she bought a new house this year. And so it was a little weird because I'm used to hosting the whole thing and bringing everybody oh, dude, in and being part of it. Relish going elsewhere. I, I don't think I did. What relish I did is going I, elsewhere. I packed up my deep fryer turkey deep fryer peanut oil propane tank and took it over there and i did a deep fried turkey beefsteak the tool man taylor so i had my grandson he learned the tricks of the trade and i, I handed down the secrets but what we did we one of the secrets is why the turkey is deep frying in the vat you know it takes about 45 minutes to an hour so you on had him smoking a maduro while <laughs> that's the Not secret yet. No, the secret, you, you take some flank steak and uh, or some nice cuts and you take the uh, tongs and you hold them down in there 45 seconds in the peanut oil, pull them out. Oh, man, perfect. Then you cut them up so you can just eat little appetizers. <laughs> oh, you're cooking the turkey. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so we oh. deep fry various things. And little pro tip, if you're going to deep fry a Twinkie, what you need to do is make sure that you freeze it completely through prior. Otherwise, what well, I it, thought when you put frozen stuff in there, it messed up. No. Well, yeah, of course, the water content from right. the inside or something on a but turkey. A twink- but a Twinkie. If you don't, it instantly just is a big sponge and absorbs everything. Oh, and that's gross. Bleh. But if it's completely frozen, it just cures in the outside. Oh, and then it just <laughs> makes the inside perfect. You're, wipe that drool off your lip. <laughs> ah. So if you want to deep fry uh, a Twinkie, give me a call. If you want to deep fry or talk about how to get it medium rare, perfect. Is that the only turkey? Did the girls cook a regular turkey and a ham oh, anyway? Oh, here we go. No, is that no, what they No, no. My wife calls it a backup bird. Yours? So, no. Oh, the other one? Yeah. Just in case something goes happen, it happens, because I've been known to... Try all different stuff, you know, even a dishwasher turkey. Yeah, at one you time. Told me, yeah. yeah. Uh. So we have the we have something called the golden ladle. And I had won this golden ladle at a church chili cook off. Yes. And so what we do is we compete for that every year for who gets to for what ha- what happens is if I win, if everybody says, Okay, who cooked the best turkey? If I win, the ladle goes up for a year on the wall and they have to hear my stories. If yeah, I don't win, if they 
uh, if they just don't vote for me, right, and I'm voted down, and the other turkey, then the ladle does not go up. It's hidden away. Your grandsons get to vote? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's I got why one on you're... my side for first all the time. <laughs> I know, yeah. That's what I was going to say. You're like, hey, grandkids, everybody out here with grandpa, it's candy time. Speaking of unbelievable food, I brought in some award winning bacon donuts. And yes. so I brought one in, cut it up. Road Rash, you've got one over there? Oh, yeah. Are, are you ready to sample this on air? I'm too excited. <laughs> I, I when I gave it to you earlier, you that like, looks like good. Bacon. I'll wait for you. I'll wait. So, you ready to give it a try? Yes. All right. Well, let's see what happens here. This is good radio. Hmm. Oh. So it looks like a. It's got big rendered. So the bacon is very rendered. Nice. Not fatty. No, it's and it. It tastes mm. fried. Mm-hmm. And it's not baked bacon. You know, no. there's a difference in the taste. It's got a lot of brown sugar on there. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> mm. Anything sugary? And do, do you have a hint of maple in there too? Yeah, it's kind of like, kind of like um, coffee cake on top with bacon. That yeah. Oh, you mean the regular pan like Grandma used to make, mm-hmm. where you have that rising dough and you make coffee cake? Well, then you have that kind of crumbly brown sugary stuff on top and then you got bacon it just happens that there's another piece here <clears throat> for me mm. oh man guys just think about here's a big donut with lots of crumbled big pieces of mm-hmm. bacon on the top a little brown sugar i think there's maple syrup in there too on top of a cake donut mm. does that get you is rick as Rick Lord. McGee would say, Lordy. your tongue would slap you to death trying to get if to that. If you got some of that on your forehead, your tongue would slap your slap you silly trying to get the last of it <laughs> off of there. Well, he, uh, he says it better, but where did you where do you mm, get those? Where is KC that? Donuts on Brody Lane? KC Donuts on Brody Lane. Yeah, my wife does some cakes for her, and um, it's in, pretty incredible. They're uh, they they have an award, so they have this trophy in there with a little pig on the top. And they won best bacon donut. <laughs> and some of, some That's of, good. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You might do that again. I, That's I'm why a fan. you're asking I'm a right new now. Fan. That's why you're asking. You're like, of mm. course, you can put bacon on just about anything and have me at bacon. I'll tell you. Last night, Mrs. Graney and I were finally everybody left the house. We never got Road Rash's final opinion here. I dig it, man. Like it's it's kind of like a breakfast taco. You know, you're killing multiple birds with one stone. You're yeah, getting all the different foods on. in there at the same time. <laughs> don't let your big fan. You better not let your girlfriend know what you're doing with us. Over I, there. Oh, she's already ashamed of me, man. That's not. That wouldn't be something new. <laughs> so we could we could actually we have an extra piece. We could ship it off with you. See if you can get her to, you know, maybe slide it in her, uh, and then point her and go ha ha bacon. <laughs> So would she uh, get mad at you if you kind of oh, tricked her oh, into? Oh, she would kill him. I've I've tried to just do like a little Parmesan cheese or something, or just something real small, you know. And she always knows it's the weirdest thing. She's like, "What did you do to this?" Oh and, my gosh! Yeah, I. It had eyes. It had <laughs> eyes at one time. Oh. So his girlfriend, if y'all don't follow us very often, his girlfriend's vegan. Yeah, it's rough. How does that happen? I mean. Isn't that like on a checklist? Do you swipe right or swipe left or something? If, <laughs> yeah, did you swipe the wrong way on 
that app. Uh, How would you know about that, TJ? Uh, just modern technology. I'm pretty up to date. Uh, so finally, everybody had left our house. You know, we finally, Co- Cody and everybody went to the, Cody Ryan went to the ranch with everybody. Mm-hmm. Daughter went back to Fort Worth and son's working Black Friday and uh, grandma and aunts and cousins and everybody, everybody went home. So it was just Miss, Mrs. Graney and I at the house last night. And, uh, man, that was nice. It was quiet. We still had leftovers for oh, dinner. Turkey but enchiladas, turkey estomatas. We didn't have enchiladas. Turkey. We didn't have enchiladas. Good. I got a beef for him anyways. Well. He didn't have enchiladas. Oh, green turkey enchiladas. Carmen makes great. That's what we do on the last day. Oh, I'm going to have to talk to Mrs. Graney about modifying. She just puts the old turkey on a plate and says, here, eat this. Oh, no way. <laughs> you got to dress it up a little bit. Well, I like uh, turkey salad, uh, you know, when it's chopped up with turkey gumbo, mayo, frozen. and yeah. turkey gumbo. Oh, my gosh. What have I been doing? What have I been missing? Uh, I'm, I'm verklempt. I'm verklempt. Well, You've what? So Thanksgiving was good around our place. We ate well. Uh, yeah. We're just really blessed. We uh, we did this year. We did the go around the table, and everybody oh, say something they were thankful for. And dude, that was epic for us. Yeah, you know I do it all the time. It it just gives opportunity for people to speak out that they would never say things that they well well we what they normally wouldn't have an opportunity or stage to do. They nailed it. We it slowed awesome. down this year enough to do that. And, man, I want to do that more. I want to do that more. Kids, everybody mm-hmm. was you make in them. on it. You yeah. did make them. You said, yeah. you're next. We're yeah. going around. That's right. That's right. And it's, what a blessing. Well, hey, uh, it's the after Thanksgiving crawl bacon. of the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's the Bacon Donut Show. Uh, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. We'll take a break. When we come back on the flip side, there's some big, big bass fishing news Cody's going to bring in. We're also, maybe we'll hear about his uh, time in the deer stand. I think he's in the deer stand right now. You only get that one place live in the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9. The Outdoor Zone Radio Network. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney. This is the number one outdoor show on radio in Texas. Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. And Mexico. They have a great patio. Man, today's going to be a beautiful day to go out on mm. their patio. It's pet friendly. They have a killer brunch there. They do live music 
on certain nights over there. You got to go see our friends over at the hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. My buddy Rick Wahlberg and his partner Jim Schneider invite you to join them at the Shore, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Get information at shoreatx.com. Shoreatx.com. All right, hey, uh, Cody Ryan is hmm. at Deer Camp. I don't know if he's in the Deer Stand or just at Deer Camp, but we have him on the line with us. We'll see if we can get the pull that string tight <laughs> enough where we can hear him. Cr in the pickup truck. Oh, you're in the truck at the gate. In the deer blind, I pulled down the road so I get a little bit of service and uh, did not go. Yeah, sounds like that's working out. Yeah, it's in and out a little bit, but Uh-oh. I got full service. Well, we can hear you. We can hear you. So, you told me there was some big, big news in the bass fishing world, and well, there there's just some changes. You know, we've been talking about uh, Major League Fishing has bought out FLW, so uh, there's back down to two leagues. We got Bassmasters, and we got. Uh, major league fishing and a lot of guys uh big names are for one are leaving flw to go back to bassmaster and try and qualify for uh the bassmaster elite series a big name scott martin 19 years in the flw made millions of multi-millions of dollars in uh, bass fishing fishing Solely for FLW, well, you know, his dad was legendary, the legendary Roland Martin in the Bassmaster world, uh, fished the first Bassmaster event and didn't uh, didn't stop for, you know, 30 years fishing Bassmaster events. And uh, and now, now Scott Martin, after 19 years with FLW, started with FLW, stayed with FLW, is leaving and going to fish the Bass Master Opens to try and qualify for the Bass Master Elite Series. So uh, that that was kind of a big announcement. Um, another deal: a couple of guys uh, leaving, uh, a couple of big names leaving the Major League Fishing Trail and going back to Bass Masters. Uh, Gerald Swindle and Brandon Palinuk. And oh my and goodness week. gracious! Yeah, leaving MLF, Major League Fishing, going back to Bassmaster. Rumor has it, $50,000 contract buyout. You know they signed a three-year deal with Major League Fishing and uh, and to back out of that contract, apparently. Supposedly, rumor has it, cost them $50,000. So uh, kind of a big decision there, you know. When you're going from no entry fees for Major League Fishing and then uh, you're going to go back to the Elite Series where there is some entry fees, and it's going to cost you another 50000 to buy out the other contract. So huge decisions on their part. But apparently enough of a reason for whatever those reasons are. You know, they had some real great um, uh, comments as to why they're moving. You know, they started at bass and feel like they should be back at bass and gerald swindle has a nephew that's fishing the bassmaster opens trying to qualify for the elite series and he wants to be there for 
his nephew, uh, you know, his brother died a couple of years ago, and he said he told his brother that he'd take care of his nephew, and so he wants to help his nephew out and be there for him. So you know, I I still I still one of the one of the things that I still really don't get with uh, uh, major league fishing and that other uh, group that you talked to um, that's looking at starting a trail in twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, I they that those guys have been in the uh, bass fishing industry for years, and and the one thing that uh, major league fishing doesn't do, which I just think is so critical, is when they, you roll in with the boats and you pull the fish out and you weigh them, and I just you know you can wa- and I know you guys watch this stuff on YouTube. You guys are just it's what you do. And I mean, you're just ate up with it, but there's just something for us as the participants on the outside that being able to go and see that the, there's, there is nothing like the classic. There's nothing like it. Even the, even FLW, even their biggest day, their, you know, their classic style tournament or whatever it's called. I can't remember. Uh, yes, the cup. It, even well, then, no longer. yeah, even then, it wasn't, it still wasn't what the classic was when I saw it at the Superdome or the different places I saw it. I mean, just, I just the think it's important. Built a, I mean, it, it, it was the beginning of bass fishing uh, tournaments and the world of bass fishing as we know it today. It was the beginning. There's no question about it. Um, Major League Fishing's doing some revolutionary things. You know, FLW did that 20 years ago. Uh, they rolled in and started this whole new thing with wrapping boats and putting guys in these bright-colored shirts with their names on it, you know, and revolutionized the way we look at that. Nobody in Bassmaster had ever done anything like that. And, uh, and now it's the norm on all trails across. So, you know, there's some there's some new things. You've got to bring in some new blood. It challenges the old and uh, brings in some new thought. And it, it, that part is uh, is always needed. You know, competition's always good in business, and uh, and I think it's it was needed. It was needed. But um, yeah, just interesting to see how some of the guys are making their decisions. Rumor is there's two more guys at least at minimum that are going to make that same switch uh we'll see you know time will tell uh i don't want to put out any thoughts or ideas on who they may be but uh we'll see if that ends up happening or not and then uh and then again rumor has it again we'll see another uh handful of them or so next year uh being that they won't qualify and will look like they're going to get knocked back down to the FLW uh, ranks to try and requalify. And so we'll see some of that back and forth. Um, and uh, yeah, so just some, just some continuing news. I mean, the bass fishing world, if you're in it and you've been paying attention to it at all, it's been drama filled for a year. And it just keeps going and going and going. For a bass nerd like myself, it's kind of fun. You know, it's uh, different and exciting. But um, but for the regular guy or gal out there that just occasionally 
watches bass fishing, I guess it's probably not any big deal. Uh, oh, I think I think like, I, I think, probably think you know the, the thought process is probably like get all this over with and just tell me what I'm supposed to watch and where my you know favorite two anglers are or whatever. Well, and you know, not not much li- unlike NASCAR and people who right. follow bass fishing. Hey, uh, before your phone drifts off, tell us about uh, what's going on at the ranch. What's going on down there in the deer stand? Man, it was hot the last two days. You know, in the eighties. Hello. Yeah. Wow. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't quite eighty here, but it was seventy and just hot. Uh, my sister-in-law got an eight point yesterday nice deer too by the way yeah yeah great deer did it all by herself she's proud she's proud so uh i shot an old doe i mean i could tell something was wrong with this doe all by herself and boy you get up to her she had no teeth i mean it was it was the doe to take uh harvest wise she wasn't eating very well rib showing and <laughs> she didn't have any teeth she couldn't eat Granny so dough. uh it was uh it's been a good weekend woke up this morning to chilly 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 temperatures here so the front moved back in of course and you know we're gonna we're gonna leave the ranch come back that direction so i would assume the deer will be moving here in the next week or so well is uh is your wife in the deer stand this morning no, she took off. You know, we got a one-year-old, and uh, the last uh, I do, I do days, know that one-year-old. <laughs> I know her name. <laughs> and and so uh, the last couple of days we've hunted uh, pretty hard. You know, Friday evening and Saturday morning and Saturday evening, and Grandma had watched her, so uh, she gave Grandma the morning off this morning. Ah, that's nice. Yeah. Well. Well, thank you for checking in with us and giving us that update on the bass fishing. I know it's uh, there's a lot of moving parts to that, and the the bass nerds that listen to our show, uh, you definitely bring the interest level up and and keep us tuned in on it. And make sure you get home safely with my granddaughter because we're we need a little granddaughter time over here. I don't know. That's all I know. Come on. All right. Y'all be good. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you next week. All right. God bless. We'll talk. We'll talk. Ah, (laughs) beefsteak. Hey, McBride's Guns. Cody got his uh, scope and the mounts and everything from our buddies over at McBride's Guns. And that's where you need to go. If you're having any issues with that gun, I had to get some new uh, strap holders. I had some problems with that stuff. And those guys fixed me up with exactly what I needed. Of course. Because they know about firearms. They're Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealers. Uh, You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. We're going to take a break. On the flip side, we'll come back with our news of the weird, and you don't want to miss that. (laughs) Only one place live in the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7-365, theoutdoorzone.com.
I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host. At the Happy Honda Days sales event, you can unwrap incredible deals that will make you say, OMG. OMG. Oh my gosh. You know, that kind of gift that makes you go, no way. Yes way. <laughs> yep. Basically, that's Happy Honda Days in a chestnut shell. Get the great deals on a 2020 pilot from KBB Best Overall Brand for 2019 with 1.9 APR financing for well-qualified dealers. Save today at your Central Texas Honda Dealers, centraltexashondadealers.com. See see dealers' financing details based on 2009 brand image from the awards-winning Kelly DeBubuk. Visit KBB for more details. All right. Hey, uh... Regulators, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, it seems like news about hogs doing things out there is... Almost old news. There's hogs in uh, going into Montana now, and hog. You know, there's just it's it almost like they're taking some yeah, of our. Yeah, we we got hogs. Okay, but fifty nine year old Texas woman killed in feral hog attack. Oh, man. No, she wasn't hunting. No, she wasn't out in the sticks somewhere. Christine Rollins was visiting a the home of a client in Anahuac, Texas, an exurb east of Houston, just south of IH-10, when she was set upon by feral hogs. Oh and you know Anahuac. That's the duck hunting east Texas. The fly, flyover. <laughs> that's, that's out there in a... In a boonies in the sticks from the scene the local sheriff found it appears that she was attacked in her client's yard after she got out of her car in the home's driveway early last sunday morning Mm. in my 35 years i will tell you it's one of the worst things i've ever seen sheriff brian hawthorne told reporters as sheriff hawthorne says in his statement above rollins died due to Exanguation, which means blood loss severe enough to make you die. Basically, yes, that's she what bled that to death after the pigs attacked and bit her multiple times. Oh my! Texas I... alone, <laughs> as we've noted before, Texas is fighting a losing battle against a plague of feral hogs. We've got them bad, and that ain't good. Texas alone is home to millions of destructive critters. Of the destructive critters, but the problem is hardly confined to the Lone Star State. While attacks on humans are rare, the little bleep do billions of dollars of damage to crops and property every year. As SmithsonianMagazine.com puts it, wild hogs are opportunistic omnivores, meaning they'll eat most anything, using their extra-long snouts, flattened and strengthened 
strengthened on the end by a plate of cartilage. Mm-hmm. They also have that same cartilage plate over their shoulders and their ribs. Yeah, uh, and their rib area. Heart. Uh, and they can root up to three feet deep. <laughs> I've seen I've seen some pretty deep wallers. Oh yeah, out in the woods. They devour, destroy whole, destroy whole fields. Seen it. Sorghum, rice, wheat, soybean, potatoes, melons, and other fruits and nuts, grass, and farmers planting corn has discovered that the hogs go methodically down the rows during the night, extracting seeds one by one. Well, they have a palate, you know, a certain palate they like. You know, they find their seeds. and Hogs erode the soil and muddy streams and other water sources, possibly causing fish kills. They disrupt native vegetation, make it easier for invasive plants to take hold. The hogs claim any food set out for livestock and occasionally eat the livestock. I've seen them in, so they, on on uh, cattle farms, mm-hmm. uh, cattle ranches, they'll have these uh, feed bins and yeah. they'll be... 30 50 yards long and they're like a half of yeah. a 50 gallon drum mm-hmm. and they're turned up so they could hold feed in them and right. the cows just walk up you know and they can put they drive down it with a <clears throat> pump truck mm-hmm. and just pump feed in there yep. i've seen those full of hogs of hogs in the <laughs> in the troughs yeah and just laying there moving around eating they get up in the trough somehow <laughs> and uh, and they're smart woo! man Occasionally, livestock as well, especially lambs, kids. Watch your kids, watch folks. Yes. Calves. They also eat such I, I wildlife. Think they bet the uh, the the kids' version of like goats and things. They'll eat mean... small children if they are. <laughs> do not let your kids outside. Keep them inside. They also eat such wildlife as deer and quail, and feast on eggs of endangered sea turtles. In other words, there's no way to get rid of these. Um, it's part of our life. Donnie, you like to hunt oh, beefsteak. Yeah. We have, lo- we, especially the hog kills, man. Well, it's J- become Jeff part of it. said your one of your partners on your deer lease said, "I'm not shooting another deer till I kill a hog." Yeah, that that, that was kind of his combo. So he's got this thing where now he's got this combo thing he dials up, and he says, uh, "As soon as I get a pig, then I'm going to shoot a deer because I want to take them both back and have them mixed at the process." So is he? Has he? Seen his hog? Y'all have a lot of hogs out there. We did before. The week before, we had, I don't know, four or five. Right. And uh, and that were shot, you know, that and and uh, then he, you know, so he got his pigs. But this time, man, they are creatures. We reset the, we, we, we took a trap, put it over uh, on the other side by the, where it's a little waller pond thing, you know. Right. And set up video and cameras and that's where they came into the first time because it was brand new. And uh I, I it's weird because you watch the the game cam and they're all over, man, going in, you know, and, and out and all around and then it's like Monday through Thursday. And then Friday it's like they punch a clock. Well, what does that tell take you? Off. They're smart, it tells man. you go Monday through Thursday. Hey, I'll tell you something else. Bigger things sales event, bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off new Ram trucks. Now, Maxwell Supercenter. The Ram 1500 was voted Texas Auto Riders Association's Truck of the Year 
Another award for that Ram 1500. It's a better performance, more efficiency, more technology, and more than 100 safety features. And if you like to spend your day at the ranch or you got to tow a truck or tractor around, this truck is perfect for you. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds. Super center size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit them online at com. You know, you had a good idea, and that was since I we did. like to shoot hogs, to volunteer that if anybody out there has a place and they want to eradicate some hogs, don't we volunteer? Yes. To come out and we'll leave. Please even, call us. We have some young men. Four four seven three seven seven six. Road <laughs> Rash will take your name and number, and we will uh, return the call. We we uh, uh, do operate the bunkhouse hog eradication unit. <laughs> we 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 will come out there with a. We'll take Road Rash with us. Oh yeah, and we'll go out there and we'll kill some hogs. You need to shoot you we'll, a hog, don't you? We'll butcher them up. Never shot nothing. Oh, don't Whoa. say that. Whoa, please don't Uh-oh. say that online live while people can hear that. <laughs> we got to fix that All problem right. right there, man. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone. We'll take a break. When we come back on the flip side, we got our game warden field notes and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse or uh, Sunday morning 7 to 9 or 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Regulators, you're tuned in to the deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, Outdoor Zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse live every Sunday morning. Right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com, on Spotify, on iTunes, and on, what's the other one, Beefsteak? Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You got to say it like that, too. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, and uh, well, shout out to all those folks that are getting ready, uh, setting up for church out there, or headed to set up for church, the guys doing the chairs and the... Making the coffee and yep. putting the banners up and all the markers in the parking lots and uh, thank you guys for getting that stuff ready for us. So all we got to do is walk up, fill up our coffee cup, and go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Granny couldn't; she wanted to go. We were going to go uh, to another church downtown. We we were exploring a couple of different churches just because we get go invited. Downtown? Well, there's a great, uh, Life Austin has a great church Mm -hmm. at the 360 360, uh, Studios, the Austin City Limits Studios downtown. Anyway, it's this cool little church gig they're doing on Sundays down there. We went down there once, and they they, uh, put together this whole giving day for some nonprofits, and Kids Outdoor Zone was one of them, and so they invited us back to get the check from the from what they read the money they raised, and so we get to go down there. But it's cool to go downtown 
and go to church and i mean it, not only is it you know it's cool it's life austin it's great music great preaching mm-hmm. and but then you can walk across the street to torchies or you know some breakfast joint in downtown austin and just kind of do the whole downtown thing and uh or the church kitchen the vegan the vegan place down there you know <clears throat> no, Gus, have me a little piece of meat somewhere <laughs> on my plate. Now it's but, time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. While stopped at a gas station, a Lavaca County game warden noticed multiple elk antlers and legs sticking up from the bed of a pickup truck. <laughs> Whoops. The warden pulled up and congratulated the man icing the animals down and saw two white-tailed deer. The man then told the warden about the high-fence ranch the animals had been taken from. The ranch ranch happened to be one on the one that the warden investigated last year due to multiple hunters on the ranch hunting without license. After a short discussion, it was determined that the man's girlfriend, who was also on location, had killed one of the bull elk and had not purchased a hunting license in five years. Hmm. The animal was seized, cleaned, and donated to a local charity organization, case pending. Oh, oh. where was I when they donated that elk? <laughs> mercy, mercy, mercy. Uh, you know... Um, there, when I had my brother and some friend, uh, both my brothers came from out of town this year to do a hunt, and we looked at the different levels of hunting license, mm-hmm. and there's one that is a bit confusing if you're not paying close attention. It's a non-resident hunting license, but it's for only for exotics. exotics. Yep, it's forty-eight it, bucks. It's no it. I think it was cheaper than that. Well, maybe forty-eight, yeah. but I mean, it was it wasn't the three hundred and fifty dollars, right? For the full-fledged hunting, if you're hunting whitetail, correct? And, you cannot hunt whitetail with it. And I and I, you know, I I bet you, oh, yeah, you could you could you could actually argue this point about these elk being in a high fenced area, being an exotic or being an exotic or it's. You know, and it's unless a, and now I'm somewhere in the back of my mind, I have this memory that or this thought that Texas, because they've reestablished a herd of elk in the uh, in the west part of Texas, that maybe they have a, a native herd that maybe they've reclassified them as a native species. But that could be an arguable point for some but regardless with a game warden regardless of what you're hunting you have to have a license well you can't hunt squirrel you can't hunt rabbits you can't hunt the only thing that you can hunt without a license from what i understand are hogs on a landowner's property with his permission because they're damaging his property well it doesn't matter if they're damaging or not anymore you can just, just you can hogs. kill hogs, and but, that's the only but thing. But the weird part, I mean, I did my understanding 
as Cody would say, please go check with your local game warden at all things. And no, this is not a written, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. but my understanding is you got, if you go on public lands for hog hunting, you have to have a license. Anything on public land, that's what I understand. Sun Auto Service, everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you we have locations all around central texas our family one is 405 west slaughter lane there's one at 1300 medical parkway uh in cedar park 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown and lakeway is at 1206 ranch road 620 go to sunautoservice.com for more sunautoservice.com for more yeah so uh i saw that the um 104 year old lady shot her first buck after getting her hunting license on opening day (laughs) isn't that cool well i like the part where she had raised like five children who were hunters right and that she went out and saw them doing she's like you know what i'm gonna go do me do me one too i just thought that was spectacular that she is just you know doing stuff just doing stuff and that she would pick to go hunting and that they got her a buck that is just spectacular i mean she's got to be in one of the oldest folks out there that's ever i I love this shot and killed a buck it was like and after about two hours of watchful waiting the pair spotted a buck about 90 feet away I tapped her on her knee and I pointed the younger, uh, and then she nodded, she smiled, and she took the shot. It was a direct hit. And she yelled, I got a buck. I got a buck. She hollered. <laughs> so this was in Wisconsin, by the way. So it's probably a huge body deer, too. Yeah, 90 feet away. You know, I don't, it's kind of interesting, but yeah. And, you know, their, their season is a lot shorter, right? than ours and so it was just kind of cool i really like the idea of can you make it's probably got the same feeling as taking a younger kid out you know and i took my grandsons to go get their uh their licenses yesterday we went over to cabela's interesting enough when we used to get them they'd come in a green sleeve you know they would provide that with them Uh and now it's hunter orange and it says bass pro on the outside shocking interesting and different right but Our, it was it was kind of neat because they asked the girl, I love buying kids hunting license. The girl, I love that. The girl behind the counter, she said, "Okay, well, uh, I kind of kidded with her. I said, you know, she's going to ask you a question. We're going to come back and she's going to ask you a question that's in the book. You just have to read the it from you know front to back. <laughs> oh, and, and, every uh, county, what's going on in this county? And so she asked him. She goes, "So what's the antler restrictions?" right now what are the new antler restrictions and the kids both looked at her like what and they've thumbed through and they found it and they're like well it's 20 inches like okay cool you know they found it and they were reading on it and they were actually I like uh, that. and i, I like I, that they they read the book on the way home and i was like man this is kind of cool they're actually looking at not an app but a book yeah and that was they they wanted to I, learn if i was a ranch owner if I was a ranch owner, I would put one of those in every one of my deer stands. 
I would have one of those in every deer stand. Something to read? Yeah. I'd have that the most current handbook in every deer stand. Archery country. Uh, whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, game around the world, Archery Country is the place to get all your gear. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. How about a crossbow? Archery Country has the best brands and all the gear to get you up and hunting with a crossbow. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. You can get all the details at austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. Um, man, they had some Black Friday sales, and I know it's going to continue on through Christmas. If you want to buy somebody the ultimate <laughs> gift, go to Archery Country. they got some killer sales on the best bows. Um, you can get all the details at austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry. You know, I bet they'd give you a com. gift certificate. You and Cody could get me one, and then i just walk in there. You don't have to actually buy me anything because I know you, know you wouldn't know what to get exactly. So a gift certificate. I'd just get a, a size medium and <laughs> Young be boys, done with it. small. Oh, I'm not talking about clothing over there. Against and against Andres County game warden received a call from a landowner about possible spotlight spotlights on her land. After making her way his way to the property, the warden approached two individuals that were hunting around a wheat circle. They claimed they were pig hunting and har- had harvested a pig earlier. The warden asked the subjects if he could see the pig. <laughs> they shot, and it was determined that it was not a pig but a javelina. Ah, uh, you gotta know what you're hunting, man. Those are so different. I think they were just like, mm, we don't need a license for that, do we? Oh, uh, guys, hey, we're gonna come back on the flip side. We're gonna talk about some hiking. Um, we're gonna talk about some accidents. Some people uh, uh, having some really treacherous experiences on the mountain faces around the country anyway it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse you only get it one place every sunday morning seven to nine right here on the outdoor zone radio network or 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com share that with your friends we'll be back right after this